Wednesday, June 21st, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes. Hoynes, the Guardians uh, come from behind, walk off uh, the Oakland A's 3-2 uh, to in 10 innings uh, in the opener of a, a six-game homestand on Tuesday night. Uh, it sort of felt like they were, uh, you know, the, the offense was just, just hanging around, kind of sleeping. They were uh, 0 for 6 with runners in scoring position until uh, Jose Ramirez gets up and, and, and drives in the tying run uh, in, in, in late in the game. Uh, just, uh, you know, a, a game they needed to win uh, against an Oakland team that uh, just really didn't do much. Uh, what did you see uh, in the late innings as the uh, as the Guardians, uh, you know, maybe sort of change their strategy uh, once they got to extra innings? Yeah, Joe, you know, uh, we've seen, you know, what they played a bunch, what, they're five and four, I think, in extra inning games this year. Um, they played a bunch of those games with the automatic runner on second base. And I can't remember uh, Terry Francona, you know, bunting the uh, lead runner to uh, third base, which is what he had uh, Tyler Freeman do. You know, he bunted uh, uh, Jose to uh, to uh, third base uh, after um Oakland had intentionally walked uh, the leadoff hitter, uh, um, Josh Naylor. Uh, Josh Naylor, and uh, you know they, they. I think one of the reasons was, uh, you know, they. Uh, Francona explained it this way: they they intentionally walked, uh, they intentionally walked Naylor, and he was one left-hander. He said, but we had another left-hander coming up, and that was uh, Jimenez, uh, Andres Jimenez. So. Uh, they bunt, they bunt Freeman. He gets the bunt down. Uh, Jose goes to second. I mean, third. Naylor goes to, to second. And then uh, Andres Jimenez comes through with the uh, game-winning hit down the right field line. Uh, but usually, you know, they're, they're much more aggressive in, the, in that situation. But I think, you know, what happened, real, what, what, what gave him a break is Enio De Los Santos, you know, pitched a scoreless top of the 10th, you know, left the uh, Oakland's automatic runner in third base. And th- that way they only had to score one to win. Yeah. And, and Tito explained afterwards, he said, you know, the difference is on the road. Uh, you might not want to bunt and give up an out there because you're you're not just playing for that first run. Uh, you want to add on and, and you don't want to take away the opportunity to maybe, uh, you know, add add a run or, or two uh, to give yourself a cushion. And we've seen that. We've seen, uh, you know, that first batter come up and, and line a base hit. And you've got, uh, you know, you've got that free run in your pocket. Now you can you can try and build an inning from there. Uh, you know, you play for sort of a, you know, maybe a two run lead in the, on the road as opposed to uh, just trying to get that one run home if uh, if you held them scoreless in the top of the the 10th. And that's what Angel De Los Santos did. Uh, he came up with, um, you know, a, a nice inning. We talked to him afterwards uh, and he said that uh, Jose Ramirez uh, coming through with some some nice defenses is something that the uh, uh, the Guardians relief pitchers are, are used to seeing. Yeah, I mean, Jose made, jeez, uh, oh man, he made, you know, he looked like a gold glover out there. He's never won a gold glove. He's been a finalist, but he played like one last night. Uh, great play to end uh, the ninth on uh, uh, Shea Langlier's uh, mm-hmm. backhanded, you know, a tough uh, backhanded hop at third base for the final out. Then in the, in the uh, eighth inning, he makes a leaping catch against uh, Carlos Perez, a pinch hitter for the second out. Just an all-around really good game from from uh, Ramirez. And then he drives in the uh, tying run with a double to left 
that Seth Brown, you know, kind of made a probably made an all-out dive for, and the ball got past him. Yeah, that was uh, an interesting play. Uh, uh, Ahmed Rosario was on first base uh, on that play, and uh, with the way Ahmed Rosario can run, uh, you knew that uh, at least the tying run was going to score there. Uh, Jose Ramirez now up to fourth in uh, in balloting for the All Star game. Uh, he's got uh, you know uh, Matt Chapman, uh, Josh Young, uh, and Rafael Devers ahead of him. Uh, he's he's probably uh, you know a quarter of the the number of votes that Chapman has uh, as you know for the Blue Jays uh, with the entire country of Canada voting for him. But uh, you know there's a chance that that he could get picked for. Uh, his fifth All-Star game. Uh, right now, he's the only Guardians player in within striking distance as uh, Thursday at noon is the deadline for the first phase of voting for the All-Star game. Uh, so we'll we'll keep track of, you know, how uh, Ramirez fares uh, heading into the final, um, you know, couple of days here of, of voting on that. Uh, but yeah, there's, there's really, uh, no other, uh, guardians, uh, position player, at least, uh, who's, uh, you know, even, even in consideration right now for, uh, one of those all-star spots. Yeah. And that's too bad, Joe. I mean, Naylor, Josh Naylor certainly deserves a more attention than he's getting. Uh, you know, he's really carried this offense. I mean, you know, for, you know, what the last 10, 20, 25 games, he has really been on fire and uh, just driving in runs. He's hitting in the middle of the lineup, playing, you know, good defense at first base. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, usually first base DH is a loaded spot on the all-star ballot. But uh, Josh certainly uh, deserves, uh, you know, some recognition. And maybe, you know, when the players vote, maybe he'll, uh, you know, he'll get he'll he can still get some votes that way. Yeah, and you know the guys ahead of him, uh, guys like Vlad Guerrero Jr. He's he's going to be there, uh, you know, regardless. I think, uh, and it, it's tough to to sort of, uh, you know, get ahead of that. Uh, again, you've got the you got the entire country of Canada voting for uh, for Blue Jays players, uh, but Yandy Diaz certainly a guy that that deserves to be there as yeah. well. Um, and uh, you know, if if you're picking. Uh, guys who are having good seasons, Nathaniel Lowe for the Rangers, uh, certainly uh, somebody who should be considered uh, right now for uh, for first base. So, you know, maybe as a reserve, uh, if Guerrero goes and, and Yandy gets picked, uh, maybe you can, uh, you know, maybe there's room for uh, a nailer if uh, if they decide that they're not going to take Lowe um, uh, on the uh, American League squad. Uh but, uh, you know, Andres Jimenez, uh, a guy who was at the All-Star game, started the All-Star game uh, last year, uh, he's also uh, in 10th place among second basemen, uh, sort of out of out of contention. Uh, last night, he came through with the game-winning hit uh, in the in the 10th inning, uh, dropped one just inside the right field foul line uh, to, to walk it off with the bases loaded. Jimenez had... Uh, and, you know, to that point in the game, hadn't looked all that good. Ken looked all that comfortable at the plate. But uh, when it came time for him to, to to step up and put the ball in play, that's, he certainly did that. Yeah, that was a big hit by him. I think he needed it, obviously. It struck out his first two times at bat. Then I think, you know, what, what really woke him up, Joe, he got hit by a pitch. He hasn't been mm-hmm. hit by a pitch lately. You know, this is a guy that's usually among the league leaders by and hit by pitches so he gets hit by a pitch in the sixth flies out to a uh, center in the uh in the eighth and then comes through with the big hit 
in the attempts to win it. I think that's what his second walk-off hit, second walk-off plate appearance. So, you know, good for him. And, you know, he really did in, in uh, Arizona at Chase Field. He hit the ball well in, the, in their, you know, 12-3 to win on Sunday. He had a triple. He almost hit one out of the park uh, in, in the fifth inning. So he, hopefully he's starting to swing the bat a little bit, trying to starting to relax and just kind of, uh, you know, just get back to, you know, kind of just being, a, you know, a good solid hitter. And, uh, you know, let I think a lot of the, you know, a lot of what he accomplished last year kind of maybe jumped on his shoulders and, and, you know, he signs a big contract. I think all that, you know, you got to deal with that first and then take it and then forget about it and take it to the and not take it to the plate. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, we got some some big updates and some big news uh, yesterday uh, before and, and when we got to the ballpark. Uh, so I, right now is a real good opportunity to remind uh, everybody who's listening. Uh, subtext is a, a great way to uh, keep on top of all the Guardians news, all the moves, all the roster moves, the, the newest prospects coming up, the newest uh, the latest injury updates, who's going where. Uh, as soon as we get that information, we send it out to you with our our take on it and what it means and, and what it means going forward for uh, the Guardians players and for Terry Francona. Uh, if uh, if you want to sign up, it's uh, cleveland.com slash subtext uh, to, to log in and, and put in your information there or uh, send a text to 216-208-4346. Uh, it's $3.99 a month to subscribe, and uh, we have a great time with our, our subscribers just going back and forth and, uh, you know, getting their thoughts and, and telling them what we think about the moves that are being made. Uh, the biggest move, uh, I guess, uh, being made on uh, being announced on Tuesday was that uh, the Guardians top overall pitching prospect, Gavin Williams, uh, will make his major league debut uh, tonight, uh, Wednesday uh, against the A's and Paul Blackburn, uh, the uh, right-handed Williams, six foot six, a uh, top 100 prospect uh, for the Guardians. They will now have uh, three top 100 prospects in their rotation, uh, as um, Tanner Bybee, Logan Allen uh, will be joined by Gavin Williams. Uh, this was was something that we thought uh, earlier in the week might be uh, something that could be a possibility. There were a bunch of names that. Uh, could have filled in that spot for for, uh, for Tristan McKenzie, but uh, the start's going to go with Gavin Williams, and and he's going to get his shot uh, to prove that that he can pitch at the major league level. Yeah, Joe, this is you know like you said, a big physical guy. You know his best pitch is a four seam fastball. Uh, you know at Double A and Triple A this year, eighty one Ks and sixty in the third innings. Uh, in, in 12 combined starts, four and two with a 2.39 ERA. Uh, you know, and, uh, uh, he's, you know, really young, number one pick in 2021. Not young, but, you know, inexperienced. He, you know, came out of college. So he was on the fast track. Uh, and, uh, just, uh, you know, he's, he's the guy we've been waiting for. And, uh, he's drawn comparisons to Garrett Cole. You know, you don't like to put that on any young player's, uh, shoulders, but, uh, you know, that's what people have said. And, uh, you know, very exciting. Uh, you got three, like you said, Joe Lo- Logan Allen, uh, Tanner Bybee, and now Gavin Williams, all three rookies in the rotation. And, uh, you, 
just I'm anxious to see him pitch. And, you know, they've, they've kind of, you know, he's hopefully, uh, you know, he, I, I like what he said yesterday. What's he from North Carolina? He said, I think all of North Carolina is going to be here. Yeah, 55 tickets. He's uh, he's dispersed to family and friends for this uh, this first start. And they said, uh, you know, will we be able to hear them in the stands? And, and Gilbert said, oh, yeah, we'll be able to hear them. Uh, and his mom will probably be the loudest. I was I was kind of disappointed, uh, kind of a, kind of a letdown. Uh, Andy Tracy, the manager in um, uh, Columbus, usually has some sort of, uh, you know, ploy or uh, some sort of you know, set up to, to, to get them, uh, to surprise the, the, the players when they, when he calls them into the office and tells them that they're going to the majors. Uh, and, and it was either, it might've been Logan Gilbert's, uh, delivery. He might've been a little nervous, but, uh, you know, he, as he told the story, it was just, uh, they were going over some things about his pitching mechanics and his delivery and all that. And then he said, well, you're going up to the, to, to Cleveland to start on Wednesday. And, uh, and that was, that was sort of it. So, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to, to squeeze a, an amusing anecdote out of that. And uh, it didn't get much out of Logan Gilbert or I'm sorry, not, not Logan, uh, Gavin Williams. Why do I keep saying Logan? It does he remind you at all of Logan Gilbert out in Seattle? Because uh, that, that's oh, sort of the, the feeling. I that wonder I where Logan Gilbert came from. <laughs> Did I say that more than once? I don't even realize. Was yeah, I saying yeah. it the whole time? Oh, my goodness. Wow, that's great. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I'm not even going to edit this out of the podcast. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to wear it. I'm going to let that go that I said Logan Gilbert three because that's the comp right there. I, I want uh, Gavin Williams to be the uh, the comp for for uh, uh, you know Logan Gilbert. Uh, okay, well we're going to go with that. I'm going to. Jeez, how did I? How did you let me go that many times saying Logan Gilbert? It's Gavin, folks. It's Gavin Williams who's going to be starting for the uh, the Guardians tonight. So uh, just make sure that. We uh we get the name right in the story. Don't oh I'm I'm gonna not write his name at, at some point. I'm gonna put it in the story wrong, and people are gonna just kill me about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are we looking forward to uh, tonight? Uh, if uh, if Gavin Williams goes short tonight, uh, is the bullpen uh, ready to handle uh, you know the the possibility of having to, to pitch a, a bunch of innings tonight? That's a great point. Uh... You know, I thought, you know, Savali went six and two thirds, um, you know, last night. So, you know, he set, you know, so in a no decision, but he pitched very well. They still, you had to use four relievers to get, you know, through the 10th. But I think, uh, you know, they had the off day Monday. I think the bullpen will be good. Good. Uh, all right. We also got an update yesterday on uh, Tristan McKenzie. It wasn't the positive news that we were Hoping to hear uh, about the uh, Guardians right-hander. Uh, he has uh, a sprain of the ulnar collateral ligament. Uh, he's going to be sidelined four to six weeks with no throwing, and they'll reevaluate. Uh, in the meantime, he's going to get a second opinion. And when we heard that, uh, that pretty much, uh, you know, the, the the bells and whistles went off uh, in, in the backs of our minds uh, that, you know, this is probably going to end up with, with Tristan having uh, some sort of reconstructive surgery. Yeah, uh, it did not sound good. Uh, and, uh, you know, when you get, when they ask, when they ask, you know, suggest you get a second opinion and, you know, an athlete gets a second opinion, you know, that's usually, you know, cause they've reached the conclusion and now, you know, just to, uh, you know, to settle the, uh, the, the player's mind, you go get a second opinion and see if that, that matches up with the first. And, uh, 
you know, it, I, you know, it, you know, you don't want to say that you, 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 we can't jump to conclusions. We're not doctors, but, uh, you know, this, you know, Tristan's going to be out one way or the other for a couple months and it could be a lot longer than that. You know, what we're talking about is Tommy John surgery, ligament transplant surgery. Uh, you know, that takes a year to recover from now. Now they have, you know, some, some different forms of that, right, Joe, isn't there a, like a, uh, you know, uh, like, uh, I think, um, you know, some players, some pitchers have had, uh, you know, a type of Tommy John surgery that doesn't take as long to recover from. Yeah, I, I don't know any of the specifics on that. I do know that that Tristan said uh, that the doctors told him that the the joint is sound, which you know leads me to believe there isn't a, a complete tear or a, you know a, a lot of damage in there. It's you know still uh, just in the sort of the the swelling and the sprain stage is is, is probably you know hasn't gone down yet. So we'll uh we'll see what the the next step are uh is and and then you know if he goes to another doctor and they say yeah maybe some sort of injection or you know, some lubrication you try to uh you know rehab it that way uh who knows but uh you know if you want to get back uh to to full strength the quickest uh, the surgery right now or you know right away is probably the best bet uh it's just you know like you said you've got to talk through the uh, the mental hurdles of it, uh, you know, getting over that and, and accepting the fact that you're not going to be pitching for a year. Uh, and 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 uh, Tito said uh, when we talked to him about it, he said, you know, Tristan's handling it, you know, like a trooper. He's he's taking it the best. Uh, Tito wanted to know how Tristan's family, uh, you know, reacted, and he said that they had taken it pretty hard. So, uh, you know, it it it's understandable because uh, he had reached a point where. Uh, it, things were going real well for him. And, you know, you go back to that first start of the season in, in Minnesota, uh, and you were, you were pretty hopeful that, uh, you know, they had gotten Tristan back and that they were going to be able to go from there. Uh, but, uh, like you said, uh, and, and like he said, it made maybe a, a change in the grip on the slider and just the, uh, the overuse of that, uh, might've uh, contributed to it, but, uh, we're, we're hoping, uh, to, to get, you know, get Tristan back at some point, but it won't be for a while. Yeah. The, the other form of surgery I was talking about, it's a bracing procedure. You know, some pitchers have had it where it doesn't, you know, you're not down for a year plus, uh, you know, Trevor story from the, the Boston, Boston shortstop, uh, had the, the, you know, the, uh, ulna, you know, he damaged his, the UCLA in his right elbow, but he had a bracing procedure done and pitchers have done this that sometimes they, they can come back a little sooner, but, uh, we'll see, you know, it's, it, it's a serious operation one way or the other. Uh, the, the, the good thing is if he does have it, you know, this thing is down to, pretty much a science uh, with doctors and, you know, in, w that treat baseball players and almost, you know, the recovery rate is good. And, you know, the rate of the players making it back to the mound is good. So, uh, you know, hopefully thing, everything works out for Tristan uh, just, but this is, this is a big, big blow to the rotation, Joe. Yeah, it, it is. And, uh, you know, hopefully with, uh, with Gavin Williams coming in and, and being able to take one of those spots and, you know, uh, it, it leads us to uh, these young pitchers in the rotation and trying to protect their arms as well. Um, you've got Logan Allen, you've got Tanner Bybee, you've got now Gavin Williams, and you don't want any of those guys to really pitch more than 120 or so innings in a season. Uh, so, so where does that leave Terry Francona? And, and is a 
Is a six-man rotation something that's a possibility out there? You know, they have they have refu- you know, they have really tried to you know keep a six-man rotation. You know, pushed kept their hands off of the idea of a six-man rotation. I don't think they like the idea. Uh, you know, I think, uh, but he was saying, you know, uh, T- Tanner Bybee really had to work hard Sunday against uh, Arizona. You know, he only went five and a third innings, but, you know, he threw 105 pitches. And, it's, you know, and that's the kind of strain they do not want to put on these young arms. So you've got one option here, Joe. Uh, uh, Cal Quantrill is coming back. Uh, he's going to throw a 40-pitch bullpen in uh, Goodyear today. Then he's gonna he's scheduled to make a uh, you know a 60 pitch uh, rehab start Friday for Columbus, and when he's ready, I think he's going right back into the rotation. And then then it could get interesting. Like we were discussing earlier, do you send one of those guys down, like a Logan Allen or a Vibey down, or do you send Gavin Williams back down uh, to uh, you know to you know, just kind of protect them a little bit? Uh, and, uh, you know, n- not have their, their innings built up at the major league level. Yeah, that's uh, that's the big question is, you know, how do they do that? It is is there a, a veteran out there that they can, uh, you know, maybe get before the trade deadline that they could put in their rotation to, to sort of ease some of the strain as well? <clears throat> uh, you got to look and see if there's there's anything available uh, to to sort of put a guy in the rotation, maybe to ease some of those innings uh, for these rookies, because. Uh, you certainly don't want to see them, uh, you know, sidelined or hurt, uh, you know, for the beginning of next season if uh, if they have to stay in and, and keep throwing. So uh, we'll keep an eye on that. All right. Uh, the series against the, the A's continues tonight. Uh, Gavin Williams takes the mound for his Major League debut. We'll have uh, a full report on that, and we'll be back again uh, on Friday with uh, Thursday's afternoon game uh, no podcast on thursday uh, back on friday uh, for another edition of the cleveland baseball talk podcast Twainsy, we'll talk to you then good deal joe